Let's keep this one PG. Uh, gonna be very hard. We've see that's Speaking already <laughs> that's already not PG. That's already not PG. What you said. Speaking of very hard, guess what I was yeah. the whole time I was reading this book. I don't think that you could say that in a PG podcast. I'm just thinking like Disney movies, right? Disney movies are mostly PG. Could I think someone they're say G. they're mostly G? Oh, you're right. Uh, like the Harry Potter films, right? Sure. Okay. Or the first Harry Potter movie. If Harry Potter said, "I just got done reading the book of whatever Azkaban," mm-hmm. and it may be hard as a rock and horny as hell. Yeah, that wouldn't be allowed. I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have okay. not. I haven't read Harry Potter. Clearly not. <laughs> but so here we are. Uh, it's a book. We read a book this week. Jack, I think this is as up in the guts. Up in yeah. up in them guts. Okay, again, not super PG as we have ever been. Yeah, in okay. a book series, we've we've dived into book four. Yeah, in this series, how did this one come about? Why are we reading this one? Well, here's what happened. Here is the series of events. Yeah, we, you and I have been recording this show lately, but it's been the holidays. It's been uh, COVID times. It's been all sorts of things. You're about to have a baby, and. We've been uh, reading a lot of video novels, yeah. and we've been uh, picking our own books to read. Mm-hmm. And whenever we do those two things, we don't read things that are very sexy. Yes. So I reached out to my wife, mm-hmm. uh, sent her a message, and said, we need sexy books yeah. for the podcast. We want to be horny. Okay. Did you say it like that? Yeah. Okay. And she said, okay, I know one. It's called... American Sweethearts. American Sweethearts. I am American Sweethearts. You know that uh, Kid Rock song? No. American Badass? American Cowboy? No. Um, My iBooks froze, so I can't look up the name of the author who wrote it. Adriana Herrera. Herrera. Um, I think it's, it's Adrian? Well, I don't know. Well, why it's, did you correct me It seemed me then? silly the way you said it. <laughs> it seemed like you were being silly. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I thought you were being silly. Why would um, I? Why is this not working? Anyway, I don't have access to my book, so Jesus take the wheel on this one. Um, she recommended this book. She said, it's hot, it's horny, it'll get you so charged up, it'll get you so fired up. Yeah. It'll get Jack fired up, it'll get Jack charged up. And I said, all yeah. right, that's good. So we read American Sweethearts by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Adriana Herrera. Herrera. Yeah. Okay. And that's where, that's how that's why we are at where we are now. That's why we and read And this is a thing I'm looking her four. up. I've looked her up and this is a thing she does is that her books uh a lot of her books start with American. Oh, uh, okay. American Weirdly. Dreamer, American Sweethearts, American Fairy Tale. This one was is quite recent. It came out last year. This one, um, it uh, largely took place in the Dominican Republic. Nope, that's not true. Well, it a, a lot of it took place in the Dominican the Republic. The first like couple chapters. Okay, but then they keep talking about the Dominican Republic. Sure. 
The other reason that Jamie suggested this book is because um, have you heard of Lin Manuel Miranda? Yes. He wrote a play, a musical. Okay. Called In the Heights. Yes, I've heard of it. And it's about a neighborhood in Manhattan called um, Washington Heights. Yep, I know it well. And it's uh, and the one of the sort of running jokes of the uh, the show is that Washington Heights is so far away. It's so far away from everyone. That's a classic New York and joke. It's it's impossible to get up there, and everyone's like, "Wait, what? There's a 145th Street." Yeah. I used to live in a neighborhood, Jack, and you know yeah. this because you once biked to it. Yeah, called Inwood. That's even further up, called yeah. Inwood. It's too far. Yeah, and that's where these books take place, too. Yeah, slightly too far. And Jamie and I used to live there. And it's only notable, like, Inwood is the northernmost neighborhood in, in Manhattan. Yeah. It's just south of the Bronx. I lived there. I lived on the corner of Dykeman and Cummings. No, you didn't. And if that isn't sexy, <laughs> I don't know what is. <laughs> and the only thing that of note that there is in Inwood <laughs> is a like 13th century Italian castle that they moved over brick by brick. They were like, we've got to take this to Inwood. <laughs> we got to take this to Inwood and we have to put it on top of a hill. They're like, we've got this castle. It's we can't keep it here in Italy. No. And somebody was like, too many Let's Italians. take it to Inwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. They're There's like, a nice where, hill in Inwood. Where in Inwood? I don't know. Yeah. There's a very funny street corner. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just park it right on the corner of Dykeman and Cummings. Park it on the corner of Dykeman and Cummings. Yeah. That will be funny. The other notable thing is I used to run around Inwood Hill Park all the time, and there's a big rock with mm-hmm. a plaque on it. And the, the rock, rock with the plaque on it said, This is the place where a bunch of white people tricked a bunch of Native Americans into buying the island of Manhattan for like... Nobody gets off the rock. Turquoise beads or whatever. That's what Sean Connery says. Nobody gets off the rock. Uh, I know one person who got off the rock. Sean Connery. that vial of green goo that they put in that warhead and shot it towards that stadium. Yeah, yeah, they got that. Why were they hiding the green goo in Alcatraz? I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, because it was the perfect plan. Um, By the way, this book doesn't take place in Inwood, weirdly. This one takes place mostly in Yonkers in the Bronx. But the series takes place in Inwood. They take um, hostages who are tourists of The Rock, but they're like, this is the perfect place to have hostages because nobody gets off The Rock. And now that we have a hostage situation, we're in an impenetrable fortress. And this is where we're going to fire the green goo. It wasn't like, and it's like, the it was like, we're going to fire the green goo unless the government signs a like, veterans relief bill. Oh, that actually sounds great. Which is that like. sounds admirable. I mean, I guess like, try anything once. Right. But Did it work? No. No, I know it, it didn't. I watched the movie. Yeah, it didn't work at all. But I think it like it wasn't just because of Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage that it didn't work. No, it was. It if I remember correctly, the no, they rocket super was made headed. it not work. Yeah, okay. okay. But it wouldn't have worked anyway. You don't think it's so? Not... You don't think uh, shooting nerve gas into like giant stadium, uh, which was at capacity at the time, would influence public policy? Joe Manchin would be like. 
He would do a press conference where it seemed like he was on board with it, and then at the last minute, he'll be like, "I'm not interested." <laughs> and they would. We're just not like, talking about the Rock, Jack. <laughs> oh, and stop oh, trying to talk sorry. to me about the Rock. Yeah, sorry, my bad. That's my bad. That's my fault. What we okay are uh, American sweethearts. Yes. And the that's Kid the Rock Kid Rock song. song. Kid Rock. And Kid Rock. We're talking Not about Kid Rock. Rock. We're talking yeah. about Kid Rock. Let's say the book a little bit. We read a book this week. It was called American Sweethearts by Adriana Herrera. It was pretty hot. It was pretty horny. Yeah. And we should say the plot of it? Okay. <laughs> Here's a thought. Here's a thing I'll say off the bat. Tell me if this struck you. Yeah. There were a few things about this that were unlike any romance novel that I've read so far. Okay. The first was that they um, never seemed to be uh, mad at each other, really. Yeah, I wonder how much of that is the fact that we're in book four, because there's all this um, there's all this to-do about the fact that they used to be, like, so, like, fiery and contentious and always, like, fighting and angry with one another. Yeah. And I wonder if we see that in the past few books. Because now, um, Juan, Juan Pablo, the gentleman, yeah, is in therapy and he's... he's um, he sorted his shit out. He sorted his shit out, yeah. Well, th- so that brings me to th- part two of the thing that I noticed this week, which is that... Normally, like, the guy is broken in some powerful way. Yeah. There's something wrong. Like, he's afraid to do press conferences unless he gets jerked off in the shower. Right. Or he, like, is worried that he's got too, he's too, he did sex too well in his youth. Has uh, his Caribbean wife locked in his attic? attic. Yeah. (laughs) There's always something, something a little off, you know? But in this case, this guy's thing is, like, he worked out all of his shit in therapy and just wants to be supportive. He's, he's like, the most open man in the world. He yeah. wants to support her. He's sexually adventurous and open. Yeah. He'll try anything once. He spent a year and a half having sex with a shortstop from the New York Yankees yeah. before deciding that he wanted to start having sex with his old girlfriend again. Yeah. Um, she's not old. Sorry. His previous girlfriend <laughs> well i have no idea how old she is they don't really get into their ages they're in their mid-30s oh that's like us well like yes. me probably like us yeah yeah so juan pablo how do we do recaps on this show anymore i don't remember. we don't do it we do it like slowly over the course of the episode but this one like i'm gonna make a claim so i listen to this differently than normal because i put it right in my in my ear holes uh you listen I, to it this time yeah. So you got to listen to the the narrator do like both the girl voice and the boy voice, and some he did a lot of good. Do voices. both of them having sex with one another at the same yeah. time? <laughs> he seemed very unabashed about it. Yeah. And then at the end, he was like, "I hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for choosing thank Audible. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for choosing Audible. I hope you enjoyed the pegging scene that I read to you." <laughs> Uh, I did. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Jamie. When I finished the book today, Jamie recommended it to me. She said, "What? Well, how did you like it?" And I said, "I thought it was good. I thought it was yeah. fun, and I enjoyed reading it. But it didn't have any stakes. Like, yeah, there was no, there was no tension. There was not that moment of like 
some misunderstanding has driven us apart and now we need to overcome that misunderstanding to end up back together it felt very much like everything was going really smoothly from the beginning Mm-hmm. Like they hadn't seen each other in a while. Okay, so let's just say the plot. There's a guy called Juan Pablo. He is Juan a. Pablo. Um, everyone calls him Jay, or she sometimes calls him Pob. Does she? Mostly Jay, though. Yeah. Uh, Pob. <laughs> um, she. Th- he is a trainer with the New York Yankees. A physical trainer. A, f- a physical therapist. Yeah. He is sexually and romantically interested in his ex-girlfriend, whose name is... Priscilla. Priscilla. But they haven't... They, they're, like, wrong for each other, or they were. They, like... They were hot and heavy for a long time, but they uh, Fought broke a lot. Because, because they were the both... Force. They were both meant to be police officers, and he decided not to, and to go be a physical therapist with the Yankees instead. And she wanted to join the force, and he, that makes him anxious. Anxious that she'll get, you know, shot in the line of duty or whatever. So they broke up, but now their their friends are getting married. Yeah, and I bet Down it's friends the, uh, from a previous, a previous uh, book. That's well, if bet. iBooks is any indication, uh, it was literally the last book. Yeah. Because there's two men canoodling on the cover yeah. of American Love Story. Yes, uh, so and I, it's, bet it's I assume those, those same two men who got married at the beginning of this book in uh, the Dominican Republic. Are their names Easton and Patrice? Um, it doesn't say on the cover of the book, weirdly. Uh, do you want me to look it up? Uh, I believe it is, because I have something that I want. Here's the publisher's weekly, okay. weekly blurb about the last book, book three, American yeah. Love Story. Herrera's intriguing third dreamer's contemporary occasionally bogs down as its protagonists struggle to feel worthy of each other. In Ithaca, New York, Patrice Dennis, a Cornell professor and social justice activist, and Easton Archer, interim Tompkins County District Attorney, attempt to pick up where their steamy fling left off in American Dreamer. Oh, is that the thing that all of her books do? Is like, they had a past relationship and they get a second chance? I think that may be it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Should I read the Publisher's Weekly blurb for book five, American Christmas? Um... Maybe quietly to myself. Oh, Publishers yeah. Weekly hasn't said anything about this yet. Okay. Well, l- I have a question about Easton and Patrice. I thought we'd check in on that. Okay. Um, let me read you this. Easton's voice pulled me out of my thoughts, and when I looked up, the smile on his face got me out of my fretting. Come on, babe. Patrice is over there shirtless and horizontal. I had to laugh. <laughs> You'd think after a year, your thirsty ass would have calmed down about Patrice's dick. But I guess that's not happening anytime soon, I teased as we made our way down the wooden boardwalk. Uh, so it looks like Easton is addicted to what that dick did. Oh, okay. And I figured we could maybe just check it out and on WebMD to see if, um, if we can help him. Everyone on this book, and I am into this, and I am happy to do it, but I just yeah. want to quickly say, everyone in this book is... is uh, Almost too to sexually progressive. Yeah. Well, yeah. I say this as someone who has a romance podcast and, and tries in daily life to be as open and uh, sexually <laughs> progressive as possible. Yeah. But, like, everyone is attracted to everyone. Everyone is interested in sleeping with everyone. Yeah. And they're uh, very everyone, open like, and openly frank about it. Yeah. With everyone else. Everyone talks about, like, all of the sort of interesting stuff they do in the bedroom pretty openly. Well, she um, Priscilla is a sex worker. No, she's a 
she's a sex cop. No. Yeah, that's, that's true. Priscilla runs a workshop about well, she has a blog and a podcast about sex. Yeah. And then and she also a runs a workshop where she teaches old ladies about how to like peg their husbands. Yes. So she's like a sex cop. That's not what a sex cop is. Okay. What's a sex cop? She in her day job, she's a a cop who often has to um arrest people for sex crimes. Okay. And her side hustle is that she teaches people about sex positivity. Okay. Can you think of a better phrase than sex cop for that person? Um does sex work in their cop life and does sex work in their non-cop life? And I also think that you're using sex work in a way that <laughs> is misleading given the context. I mean, she doesn't have sex for money, but yeah. she does do work about sex. Yes. Yeah. Okay, fine. Sex She's cop. a sex cop. That's fine. We'll just go with your thing. But um, I, f- I figure we can try to help um, I, uh, most of the people in this book. Okay. And we're doing it on WebMD? Yeah. Okay. Just type it in. Do you want me to do it? Cause I don't want to do it because what if, what if like, I get Google ads? Just say you're addicted to what that dick did. Okay, I will. <laughs> and I already get Google ads about this, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so I'm in the search bar on WebMD. And yeah. what do I do? I say, addicted to... What that dick did. To what that dick did. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. It wants me to clarify. Do I mean Dick Clark? Dick Ross. <laughs> In WebMD? Yeah. I'm going to click Dick Clark. Okay. Is okay, there a Dick- disease for this? Dick Clark does have his own pretty robust yeah. WebMD page. Okay. Uh, just sort of a, be- a little bit of background information on him. It's signed off at the bottom. WebMD biography. So apparently that's something they were trying for a little while. Okay. Let's try. Go to symptoms.webmd.com. Here's some other option of symptoms.webmd.com. Yeah. Okay. The other option underneath Dick Clark was addicted to baseball. See, that's close. That's like similar, but uh, adjacent. Okay. Age? Yeah. Just put in your age. 37. Okay. Gender? Male. Mm-hmm. What are your symptoms? Addicted to... Oops. Addicted to what that dick did. Addicted to what that addicted um okay and, and then, then it, it's it's auto suggested some other symptoms that i'm it okay. thinks i might have yeah um am i able to tell what's causing the fever that dick so i i won't add that because i am able to tell yeah <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> localized red bumps that's blend together uh i don't think so okay Illu- here's one illusion yeah. that you taste sure that's i'll add that word. one yeah it's an illusion that you taste <laughs> um okay it has stopped asking me questions okay it already and knows it, it thinks it is it, it has it says results strength colon fair did you click on the body no should i should i do I penis? Mean, it, you can click on the on the on a part of the body I mean, whatever. No, you can. If you think, if you think you've got a result, it thinks I have a result. Okay, let's see what it is. Tell us more. Current medications. Am I on anything? That dick. I'm right. That that dick. Past or current conditions. Addicted to what that dick did. 
dick addiction. I'm just going to write. <laughs> and this is just for Patrice and Easton and I, and some of the other folks in this book, but specifically Easton. Okay. And it, it is... <sighs> this is tough. Okay. Um, apparently, I... It's got a diagnosis. Okay, good. Apparently, I'm suffering from marijuana use. Okay. <laughs> it says here, cannabis. Marijuana, and then it says in parentheses, cannabis use. Okay, I have a few questions. <laughs> uh, um, one, that seems fine. Two, does WebMD think that one of the things that marijuana use causes is the illusion that you can what see what you can taste <laughs> the illu- illusions you can taste <laughs> and they're like okay this is definitely <laughs> and oh, then he must three, be as high as a kite do they think that they're like gonna because like when you're like oh man i have all these symptoms what could it be like they're like oh you must be suffering from marijuana use like people know if they've been using marijuana I don't so know. it's like, what does WebMD think it's telling us? Anyway, okay, so it looks like Easton, and I guess like Adriana um, didn't think to put this in the book, but he's been, I guess, using a lot of marijuana. Yeah, and and WebMD here does have some synonyms for that. Okay. Ganja, mm-hmm. 420. Okay. Uh, weed. Okay. So these are just, if you, these are some of the street names. Yeah, okay. This is useful. So if you hear any of these come up while you're like working or talking to someone, yeah, they might be suffering from addiction to what that dick did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just talk to your uh, your physician, I guess. Yeah, just talk to a physician. If this is you. Yeah, <laughs> they love it when and tell. Make sure to tell them that WebMD yeah. diagnosed you. They like that. You're like, yeah, I've been worrying because I'm I'm addicted to what that dick did. Um, I looked at WebMD and it says um, marijuana use. Does that seem? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Does that fit with your understanding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel good about that diagnosis. I okay. feel like I've got a path forward. I I see the light at the end of the tunnel finally. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, I I don't know if it's something that's chronic. I don't know. It, it doesn't sound too joke. bad. Um, that's what Dr. Dre calls marijuana. Oh, yeah, chronic. That's funny. <laughs> that's it. Can we just qu- quickly stop down on that joke? Well, yeah, it, I it, I did a lot of... No, okay, here's how I did a is. lot of intellectual labor to get there, and then no. you were too busy having your little like fun rampage over in the corner, and it, you yeah. didn't let me land it. I think... I think so it's can... like, oh, man, I'm so glad I finally have a diagnosis. It's going to be tough, but um, I'm not sure if this is chronic or not. I think here's how the joke works. You go into the doctor and you say, doctor, I'm worried because I, I can't stop using marijuana. And the doctor is like, oh, is it chronic? And then you say, yeah, it's like pretty good shit. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think you can assume a doctor would ask that. They might. The, she, I sorry, think... she might. I think <laughs> the doctor was his mother. <laughs> I think for that to work, you would have to go and they'd be like, do you do drugs? And be like, oh, I, I smoke marijuana every now and then. Uh, gosh, it's so hard to put words in the doctor's mouth because then the doctor would be like, oh. Yeah, you can't be guaranteed that the doctor's going to ask if it's chronic. I do. You, hey, do you ever do you smoke marijuana socially? Yeah, I would say it's a chronic condition. 
Have I told you on this podcast? I'm certain that I have, but it was probably like five years ago um, about the time that I went to Lollapalooza in 1992. And as was those dudes on the Simpsons. Yeah. I was like those dudes on the Simpsons who like, don't know whether they're being ironic or not. (laughs) Oh, here comes that cannonball guy. He's cool. Are you being sarcastic, dude? I don't even know anymore. (laughs) And as was popular at the time, I purchased a, a, it was a white hat that had a marijuana leaf on it that said chronic. Yeah. Cool. I don't know why I I wasn't I don't think I was even like smoking pot, but I like bought it and then I was like I can't really wear this so I just like put it somewhere in the closet and then I came home one day and my mom was out front of our house mowing the lawn wearing the chronic hat. <laughs> Did she know what it was? No, she was just like, oh, it's sunny out. I hope you don't mind. I've borrowed your hat, and I was like, oh, your lawn mowing hat. Mom. <laughs> Fucking mowing the lawn wearing a fucking hat that literally said chronic on it with like a huge marijuana leaf. I was like, That's Yeah, you so do, good. you mom. Fucking rules. That's so good. You should dig that hat up. Yeah, I couldn't. I probably. My could. birthday's right around the corner. I, it, there was never a point in my life where I could reasonably wear it. Um, and let's say we haven't said much. Um, they go to, so they go to this wedding in the Dominican Republic. Uh, yes, and they do sex, S E X. Not yet. Uh, no, they don't no, do they, sex. I'm oh, checking they my do notes. at the wedding. They do do sex yeah. at the wedding. But at first, they're like, we shouldn't get near each other because we broke up and it was too painful. And yes. let's not. But then, quite quickly, they do. They do do sex. And then they do do sex. Right. And then, for the rest of the book, it kind of seems like they're dating. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, except they won't say it. But, like, they're, you know, kind of not fully committed to getting back together, but then they do. Yeah. And she quits her job at being a cop because that's sort the of tension. B plot that she, uh, a 12 year old girl has miscarried a baby and her father is abusive and she's gone missing and the father, like, it's not really a B plot. Like, it's cuts and she it's, wants to go kill the father and save the girl but like bureau the bureaucracy of the ny she, she wants to go arrest the father the stepfather she's pretty fired up yeah there's a b plot with like an abusive stepfather that is not really a b plot it's just a case she's working on that is then never resolved and it, it it's frustrating for her and eventually she's like this has been frustrating so i'm gonna quit being yeah a cop yeah, um, I uh, I and thought it was a brave s- choice. I thought she was going to um, like solve the case, sex adjacent work <laughs> yeah. full time, and that's what she wants to do. Is she wants to run um, a, a she she has as her side hustle a online sex positive toy shop called Come As You Are. And Tanner, that's, that's my first name generator of the night. Okay, what is your Online sex positive toy shop call. Well, I can tell you because I had one. Okay. In college. And by I had one, I mean I didn't. You did. Someone in my dorm had one. And I agreed. So a guy in my dorm, I don't remember his name, Mm -hmm. started an online sex shop from the dorm Mm -hmm. that was like drop ship. You know, he didn't have to have any other product with him. He just started a storefront and then he would like 
buy things on like AliExpress or whatever and then ship them yeah. off. And it was called tabutoys.com. I don't know if okay. it's still around, but yeah. I agreed with uh, to to help him with his online sex shop by getting a full car wrap on my 1992 uh, Buick Park Avenue. A full car wrap. You wrapped your car. I was going to yeah. wrap my car in okay. tabutoys.com advertising. In exchange for money for this man or just like to do him yeah. solid? Okay. No, in exchange for money. Yeah. Um, it never ended up panning out. No. I don't think we could figure out how to get, do the wrap. No. And did you really want to go drive around in that? I mean, with with the benefit of... 17 years of hindsight no no but uh, i mean not that there's anything wrong with it but it wouldn't have been what you wanted it wouldn't i think a 20 year old tanner would have been uh pretty tickled to be driving around a uh, taboo toys car in Greeley, colorado one of the conservative hot spots of northern colorado yeah a place that's mostly just cows and cowboys and here's uh dork in glasses driving a his grandfather's car mm-hmm. that says taboo toys all over it so mine would be taboo toys okay taboo toys there's not really a pun in there but it works there is a pun the pun, the pun of alliteration that's not a pun um, well, it is look up the definition of pun sometime okay Jeez. fine and it's not oh, <laughs> it, oh, oh i'm looking i'm consulting my notes uh what yeah. dictionary are you using because mine says it is no it's definitely not and i live in the town that Noah Webster grew up in. So if anyone okay. knows, it's me. I drive by his house every day, Jack. Every single day I drive by his house. Help me hone in on the name of my online sex positive toy shop. Needs to be a pun? I want it to be a pun. And it has I'm... to be a Nirvana lyric or? Oh, that makes it easier. If it has to be a Nirvana lyric or a Nirvana song. Can it be a Foo Fighters song or is that not cow? I don't think so. How about fart shaped box? Or is that. You know, that crossed my mind, but I didn't say it out loud because it's not sexy in any way. And that that's the difference between I mean, you and me. It could be sexy if you're into farts. Okay. I'll, um, I'm just going to uh, breeze right past what you've just said. All apologies. It could be um, ball apologies. <laughs> yeah, ball apologies. That's it. Ball apologies. <laughs> That's good. Ballapologies.com. <laughs> um, so I like that. So we've both got our things. Uh, but okay, well, let's keep our powder dry here a little bit because we have to take a break, and I've got a couple more name generators for it. Territorial Pissings is also pretty close. Yeah, a lot of their songs are already kind of sexy. I think she took the best one. I think there's <laughs> not much we can do with it. Okay. Um, you want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. And we're back. We are back, Jack. Let's say I want you to. I haven't done a great job of saying what happens in this, but it's like okay. kind of like we've already talked about it. Yeah. So uh, Juan Pablo, Pob, and yeah. Pris, yeah, as she's called throughout the book, just start seeing one another again. Yeah. And it's kind of the story of their rekindled relationship, and they're both tentative they're both taking their time but eventually they do realize that they love one another and they do end up back together and they say that i love you to one another yeah and she quits the force to go do sex adjacent work 
Yeah. At Come As You Are full yes. time. And that's it. That's it. Not a lot. That's the book. Yeah. But then they do a lot of and all kinds of yeah. fucking and sucking in between. Yes. There's no in other the way of saying that, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish there were. Um, There's not a part on either of them that hasn't been fucked or sucked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a surprising amount. It's more it's more variety than I was aware there was. Yeah. And whole so, regions, whole regions of the male body. Yeah. Here to yet unexplored. Unexplored. Yeah, but they do explore in this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's super graphic. <laughs> <laughs> It, there are pretty sexy um, sex scenes in this book, but um, every now and then, Adriana does a really good job of describing sex. Sex. Um, but every now and then, something will kind of miss the mark for me. Yeah. And I was hoping we could bring in two friends of ours. Okay, great. Horny Jack, Horny Tanner. Mm-hmm. Could you guys come in here, please? Okay. Okay. So, Jack, I brought these two in today because uh, we need, um, I, as like consultants, because we need their help. They're okay. the, the two loot branding consultants. Okay. Here they are. It's these guys. Yeah. We know these guys. They're the yeah. same as us, except just like turn up the hor- horny dial just a little bit. And, and they're really good at um, marketing and branding. Yeah. And they know how to. to, to uh, awareness campaigns. To work a brand. Yeah. And today they're going to work the balls. Um, okay. Tell Perfect. me something. Priscilla's mouth was right by my ear, and she had that fucked out voice that meant I was minutes, maybe seconds, from having my brain shorted out. Okay. With the steady right stroke, I could barely string two thoughts together. What? It was more of a shudder than an answer, but my dick was fully at the driver's seat now. Okay. Making words was getting really fucking hard. Before she answered, she nipped on my ear. And I was sure I'd black out or come before she got my dick out. How bad do you want my mouth on you? My tongue on your balls. And this is where the two uh, lewd branding consultants come okay. in. Because it's a very sexy scene, very sexually charged. A yeah, lot of uh, very much so. Yeah, intimate language. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something that just hits me a little bit sideways about the phrase balls. Okay. Especially when you're trying to be sexy. Okay, yeah. She looks up and with like sexy eyes and was like, Oh, do you want your balls in my mouth? Yeah. And it's, it just seems a it little silly. Ruins the moment. Okay, well, let me. I'm um, hoping we can find a, a. There's no. Any word or phrase that describes ball is either silly or clinical. Yeah. And there's no sexual. There's no like sexy. Let me, tr- let me term hit you with one balls. right out of the gate here. Yeah. Sexy danglers. Okay. Hmm. We need sexy on that is what I'm wondering. Well, that's what makes it... Oh, you just think danglers. Danglers. No, How about... I think um, sexy is, is what's making it sexy. There's no, nothing sexy about dangling just generally. How about people truck nuts? People truck Do you remember nuts. when truck yeah. trucks used to have nuts? Yeah, people truck nuts. In like the early 2000s? These mm. are like those, but on, on people. People truck nuts. How bad do you want my mouth on you? My tongue on your people truck nuts. That, that's not pretty bad. good. Yeah, that's that's hitting me right. Not bad at all. Um, let's see. What else? They're like little eggs. Well, little eggs. No. Little eggs. Double eggs. Eggnog. Pr- pr- uh, 
eggnog ingredients. You're I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I'm just looking around the room. Yeah. But how about this? My jar jars. Jar jars. How bad do you want my mouth on you? My tongue on your jar jars. What about okay, what do you make with eggs? I wanna go further with eggs. Cake. Okay. Your cake ingredients. Omelets. Your omelet ingredients. Crepes. Your crepe ingredients. Do you see what I'm saying? If we can find like a, a cool thing to make and then just frittata? Yeah. Your frittata fixins? Your frittata fixins. Now that I worry that we're being too silly and we were brought oh, in you want horny to make it Jack sexier. Okay. to be branding consultants. And I get I get it. We have a show to do. We have a, yeah. an audience to entertain, but I really do want to find a sexy phrase for balls. Okay. How about like every time so I have this is maybe too too much okay. to reveal to you. God um, damn it. But I have um, luscious, beautiful, soft skin. Okay. All over my body, not just mm. in intimate places. Okay. And every time my wife touches my skin and compliments how soft it is, yeah, I always insist that she add to it. Like, sure, it's soft like fontanelle. Okay, what is it soft like? covering a sheet of marble you know okay it's like imagine if fontanelle was covering a sheet of marble that's what my skin feels like okay what about cadbury cream eggs okay cadbury cream eggs (laughs) i mean even just cream eggs yeah i think cream eggs is sexy and descriptive and also nice and nice and you know what you're getting yeah it's like yeah i've had a Cadbury cream egg. Yeah, those are good. They're fucking great. I, I can't really eat one in a sitting because they're too sugary. But yeah. like, there you go. I All right, cream eggs. Let yeah. me. So let me run this back. Yeah. Before she answered, she nipped on my ear, and I was sure I'd black out or come before she got my dick out. How bad do you want my mouth on you? My tongue on your cream eggs. Got it. Yeah. We got it. it. That's why you bring in these guys. That's why you bring them in. Yeah. Wow. Good. Do you want to do another name generator with me? Yeah, please. Okay. We got a few, I think. We got two more we need to get through. Okay, perfect. So Priscilla's dream is to stop being a cop and having to deal with like shitty people who don't get arrested for being bad and instead uh, be a sex positive. What did you call it? Sex cop. Sex cop. And uh, so in service of that, Juan Pablo or Jay sets her up with uh to like give a talk at his dad's community center and the talk that she gives is teaching the older people the silver foxes who go to the community center how to like spice up their sex life do wild sex he pushed his lips out and i knew he was trying not to smile i love the title of your presentation I turned my attention to the screen as if I didn't know what was there. Keep coming. Great sex at any age. Okay. And so our name generator today, Tanner, is what is your... Presentation for horny older people going to be called. Okay. So let's hmm. try to see if we can do she's already once again, she's done a good job. Fortunately, this time we're not gonna go down a Nirvana cul-de-sac, which I think really stymied us last time. Right. But we've got to come up with our own presentation for horny older people to give at the community center. Um I've got I've got one that just popped into my head. 
Yeah, please. That could maybe kick us off here. Uh, hang on. Can I help you workshop it? Or here's what it, I, I think it's like sixty nine and more. If you're sixty nine and more. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, unfortunately, like kind of limits. Like you couldn't go to it if you were sixty seven. You know. Right. And more isn't great for be. It should be older. But I think that's a good start. Sixty nine plus for sixty nine plus for sixty nine plus is that better it's 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 cleaner sixty nine plus more for sixty nine plus yeah maybe that's it yeah that's pretty okay. good right that's not too bad I was trying to elderly gelding why did you why? <laughs> yeah uh farts. Mm. Um, it's unfortunate where your mind goes. It makes me really worried when you're retiree. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I think this. I think it's the book's fault. It's sort of fire, like it's fiery retirees. Fiery retirees is pretty good, although that sounds a little tame. That doesn't sound like we're going to teach you how to do like some pretty wild sex stuff. I think it's this book's fault that it, my mind is going to all these places because this book just like opened up. It's like the lament configuration. Yeah. It opened me up to a world of pleasure and pain like I've never known before. They do all sorts of really graphic things to each other that yeah. I've never had described to yeah. me. And Saw I listened to it in I've my... only seen these things at the Nickelodeon. Ear holes. Yeah. And I, I now I know your experience. Because you have a hot, hot segment on the show. It's called... Welcome to my red room. And I was that today too. Yeah, well, let me do, tell me about your red room today. Well, so while he was exploring every inch of her body, mm-hmm. I was cleaning every inch of my yard of leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and is that hard to do with an erection, or uh, <laughs> no? <laughs> No, it's not hard to do with an erection. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jamie and I were sitting on the couch uh, after we put Miles down, and she, I was transcribing my notes because I had listened to the audiobook like you. Yeah. And then need to go and take my notes that I took while listening to the audiobook and put it into the radio book. Yeah. So I was playing these passages out loud, and they were all pretty graphic. And Jamie yeah. said, oh, I don't know how you like listen to these books. It's like, I think the implication was like, without getting so horny. Yeah. And it's like, well, usually I'm doing things like cleaning barf off of a stroller. No, yeah, exactly. Or today, in the case of today, playing Silent Hill too. Okay. And it's like that's not a it's not a horny situation. No. I think context is pretty important. With this no, kind of thing. I that passage that you read earlier that begins, "My dick was in the driver's seat." I remember yeah. I noted that because I was like, "Oh, that's funny." I'm in the driver's seat driving. too right now. I'm. <laughs> On the way to pick up my kid from daycare. <laughs> I'm just like this guy's dick. I'm just like this guy's dick. <laughs> yeah, it can be. It can get pretty uh, confusing. Yeah, you know, it is confusing. Reading. Well, I also like. I realized that there was a time crunch happening, so the second half of the book I listened to at two point five speed. <laughs> That's too fast. <laughs> Did you get any of it? No, I got all of it. But it was like the sexy parts, I kept on being like, all right, dude, Jesus, slow down. And then I was like, oh, no, I've chosen this. (laughs) 
can we do a hit segment? Yes, we've only got 10 minutes left. You know me. I know you. I am a tradesman. Yeah. A dispassionate tradesman. Yeah. I don't dislike my work. No. But I separate myself from it emotionally and intellectually. Yeah. Because I'm just a Bingus butcher. Yes, I see. Yes, right. We're Bingus butchers out here. And we we want to know... How long that dong? And we want to do a, a, a big girth, girth check. check. How thick that dick. Yeah. And it's girth check, and it's how, it's the segment where we, without any prejudice, without yeah. any judgment, yeah. just try to figure out how big this dick, guy's dick is. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking about Juan Pablo here. Yeah. Can we start by trying to be friends again, Pris? I swallowed, having trouble believing I was actually saying it. I mean... You know my dick and pretty much every part of my body is always up for whatever with you. And after what we just did, I'm going to need a dick cage or something when I'm around you. So here's what we know about his dick. Yeah. Fits in a cage. Fits in a cage. Yeah. And I know that's a that's a big target. Yeah. But I figured like what's the smallest cage there is? What's the smallest cage? That, so this is all we have to work with. I think we figured out what the biggest cage is and what the smallest cage is, and then we have some idea of how big his dick is. I have some uh, traps for mice. How big are they? They're pretty compared big. Compared to the size of like a, like a toy. How big are they compared to a toy or a piece of food? How big are they compared to a piece of food? Or a toy. Something, something I have some frame of... Reference, but I, you those can't just things say pretty are, big. What does a pretty big mean? The size of a car? No, it's more like the size of a large rat. <laughs> uh-huh. I should have known. Yeah. Um, okay, so his penis at the smallest is the size of a large it's rat. It's the size of a large rat who's like, man, you thought you were going to be catching mice. And yeah. I thought I was too smart to get in here, but you did put peanut butter in it. And now there's rats in here, too. And now there's rats in here. Now you have a rat problem, too. And now we have a rat problem, and it's me. And <laughs> and there's more of me. But there actually haven't been in a while. <laughs> okay, I did a search on Amazon for Big Cage. Yeah. Um, okay, perfect. Biggest one I'm seeing is, coincidentally, 69 inches high. Okay. Okay. And it costs $248, and apparently it's meant for mid-sized parrots, cockatiels, conures, okay. parakeets, lovebirds, budgies, and finches. Okay. And how big are they? That's what we need to, to learn. How big's a well, finch? Well, apparently, using your yeah. math, yeah. where a, a mouse trap, a mm-hmm. mouse cage is as big as a large rat, Yeah, we have to assume that a budgie is... Yeah, 69 inches high. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've cracked it, folks. <laughs> so it's somewhere between the size of a large rat and a 69-inch high budgie. Yeah. Is how big this guy's bingus is. Do you want to do our, our last and final name generator before we have to go? Yeah, but we have to do burns, too. Don't forget. Okay, fine. So let's... Can't I didn't the burns. I didn't capture a burn this week, so... Okay, I got one. Okay. I got one that's a burn on both of us, so we can both claim it as our burn. Too. Okay, let's hear your burn, and then we'll we'll end on okay. a new generator. <laughs> You're back in 
to it, Jack. Jesus, I know you didn't have one, but you still put a little effort in. <laughs> I couldn't tell if her tone was reprimanding or just curious. This is Pris, Priscilla mm-hmm. talking to her mother. Yeah. Uh, who, she's a, been avoiding the whole book because she didn't want to have to explain the situation. She's worried her that Jay. her mom is going to be upset that she quits being a regular cop to start being, a, to, to use Tanner's sex term, cop. sex cop, which is what he means by somebody who uh, sells sex toys yeah, and gives classes at the senior center. <laughs> yeah. There was some tongue clicking and teeth sucking. Hey, Priscilla, my mother was trying her hardest to be there for me, but the news that I was sabotaging her plans for Jay and me was a low blow. Is this about your shop? Is that what you want to do? This is right after she said she was going to quit the force. I couldn't tell if her tone was reprimanding or just curious. Yes, kind of. She just made a noise of approval, but didn't ask anything more, waiting for me to explain. I've been doing this blog, and I started a podcast. My mother let out a soft laugh at that. Perfect. And the burn's on us. Yeah. She said, I'm going to quit my job to be a podcaster. Yeah. And her mom laughed at her. Her mom laughed as if there's anything funny about that. In fact, it's <laughs> potentially deeply sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living proof. <laughs> so that's the one burn in the book. Adriana can write the hell out of a sex scene. If you want to see P's and V's, V's and P's, D's and B's, B's and P's, P's and D's and A's and V's, look no further. Yeah. But uh, Burns sort of elude her. Burns kind of elude her. It's not a funny book. It's not full of... It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. They're having a good time. There are not a lot of stakes because it just feels like he's like, like I keep thinking about what Vanessa told us, which is that these books are in some ways instruction manuals for how women want to be treated. Yeah. And this guy is like, he's like already like transcended into being that. Like yeah, he's a he's a, a a being of pure. He's like, flawless. Like he has in his past, he was angry and like wasn't supportive for her job and like was kind of a fuck boy. Yeah. But now, like, and from my point of view, the only version of him that I've ever met, he's just like incredibly supportive. Gives her space. He asks her how she's feeling, but often wants to ask her how she's feeling and doesn't he like knows when to do that yeah reminds himself not not to to not to be a problem solver reminds himself not to minimize her feelings oh my god yeah this one this is the part where i was like i don't i don't this is like literally beyond my conception was it's like he often like has an idea of like how to solve the problem that she's telling him about and then he like won't say it yeah, because not everyone's looking for problem solving. Some people just want to vent. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> if you know how to solve someone's problem. Um. Yeah. He's he's a he's a golden god. He's a golden god, and and she he's rewards him knight. for it. She's the one, and more so than the other books we've had. She's the one who's got problems. Like she's got like afraid to commit. She does. She's like unsure of herself. You know, like she keeps kind of keeping him at arm's length until she can't anymore. Yeah. He's he's ready to go from the jump. 
Um, we've got time for one quick name generator, then we do have to go. Okay. And it's this section that where Pris is talking about a class she's doing. It's this new thing I'm working on. I was going to tell Rafa I could volunteer to do it at El Espacio. I also have the M&M class. I knew about that mm-hmm. one. It was a meditation and masturbation class for women she'd been doing for a while. And my question for us is, what? Alliterative class for women are you teaching? Okay, good question. And does it have to be the name of a rapper? Because that's going to make it so hard. Uh, it's a kid and rock class. No, it doesn't. Okay. Alliterative class, class for, women. for women. It has to be a sexy class, or can it just be like... It doesn't have to, but it probably should be. What about okay. cup and cream eggs? Cup and cream eggs is not too bad, <laughs> although it's it's a little... Uh, <laughs> It's a little male focused. Yeah, it's a little male focused. <laughs> um, what about like, like mindfulness and masturbation is a nice combo there. Yeah, let me. How about like bajingo blasting? How to blast your bajingo in one easy step? <laughs> and that's you're teaching it. <laughs> I'm not teaching it. Yeah. <laughs> hey class, welcome to bajingo blasting. I'm going to teach you all how to blast your bajingo in one easy step. <laughs> That's pretty good. I just want to see if we can explore the possibility of a blank and blank. Like, one thing that's not sexy and one thing that is sexy and kind of put oh, them okay, together okay, okay. to create a new concept. Okay. Okay. Um, what's it? So, so yoga. Biz, how about this? Business and bajingos. And it's all about, like, how to get off at the office. Or Is that the point? Business and bajingos is fine. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. Okay. Yeah, business and bajingas. And then we'll do one for the dudes called business and binguses. That's perfect. It's and like the, how ta- to... the tagline is you can mix work with pleasure. <laughs> yeah. This is and the good. description and the in the itinerary and the uh, the syllabus will be like how to discreetly masturbate at work. Yeah. Yeah. Company culture and cream eggs. When I was uh, fourteen. Yeah. Maybe 15. I worked at McDonald's, and there was a guy there who was uh, middle-aged. Yeah. And one time he came out of the bathroom, the employee bathroom in the back, and I went in after him to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he had accidentally dropped. It was the, the most bizarre thing. It was pornography. Oh, dear. It was lewd pictures of women, mm-hmm. but they were cut out of magazines and cut very precisely. Oh, like no. he like cut around the like outline of the woman and oh, just had these no. like little scraps of naked women. I assume in his wallet. Oh, that's unfortunate. And I assume had been probably masturbating to them right that's before troubling I came and into weird. the bathroom. Yeah. But it's it like what was the weirdest part about me? Like none of that is all that weird. Like it's a little weird that you like were so horny in the middle of your McDonald's shift that you had to go into the employee bathroom and masturbate. It's even weirder that you've painstakingly cut them out. Cut them out of a no, that's porno magazine. Man. That's creepy. Like just like in- fold intricately up, fold cut up. them out. You know, you could take a page and fold it up, and that would be yeah. Fine. Just rip the page out and fold it up and yeah. put it in your wallet. Yeah. And I wonder what his wallet looks like. Does he open it and like, <laughs> all these little like cut out women sprinkle out? Oh, that's super weird, man. That is weird, right? Yeah. And that's what I'll teach you how to do in Binguses and Business. Yeah. How to discreetly masturbate while on the clock. <laughs> business is pleasure. <laughs> business, where business is pleasure. Yeah. 
Good. I think we did it. I think we've done it. Um, uh, we are, have to go. We have to leave now also. I would like to thank you, Tanner, so very much for bearing with us today. You're welcome. Um, I would like to thank the Baby Nation and the Sex Bugs and the Bed Pots for bearing with us. Uh, we love and kiss you uh, every day and all the time. And yep. uh, I would like to remind everyone that they can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. We've got a show about the Sweet Valley Twins books. Uh, it's tons of fun. It's only $5 a month. It's a great way to keep us um, doing what we're doing because it's uh, how we pay the bills over here. So think about it. Not all of us can be sex cops. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can join our Facebook group at Baby Nation, and you can rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts and I believe Spotify now. What I would like to tell you is that this week we read a novel. The novel we read was, of course, called American Sweethearts by Adriana Herrera. And uh, we liked it. It was fun. It's very sexy. Very sexy. Next week, I don't know what's happening next week, uh, but Tanner's going to be doing it probably without me. Oh, you know, I just realized. Yeah, perfect. The cover of American Sweethearts by Adriana Herrera has a, a quote. Yeah. Did you see that? No, what is it? It says, quote, swoonworthy. Every moment in their love story feels beautifully earned, end quote. Okay. And that's from the New York Times book review. Oh, who wrote that? I have to assume my wife. Wow. Jamie Greenring. Okay, which is, is in fact relevant because I think Jamie and Tanner are going to be uh, taking over next week with a book yes. that I don't know what it is yet. Can you tell them? Uh, we haven't decided yet. Okay. We'll try to... But I, f- Folks, I've been promising in the Facebook group that I'm going to put together a spreadsheet where we like give some advance notice of what we're going to be talking about so people who want to read or watch along can do so. Um, and I will try. About nine months ago, Jack, uh, Jack put his own cream eggs to work. Perfect. And now he is pooping out a baby, and yeah. I am going to record with my wife for a couple yeah. weeks because we didn't... Um, plan for it i mean we planned you for and it. i we're very we busy men yeah we didn't we weren't able to like bank a bunch of episodes like we did last time i pooped out a baby yeah and last time i pooped out a baby yeah so jamie and i will record next week we'll do something fun yeah fun and sexy yeah fun and sexy i'm looking forward to that and all that remains now for me to say is that this week i have of course been jack alexander shepherd My name is Tanner Greenring. This has been a show. It's been called Strange Bedfellows. We don't have an outro. Goodbye.